Hello and welcome. Episode 65 of the Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast. We're glad you can join us. I'm Sam, my stepbrother Travis. Man, uh, if I were a Red Sox fan, it would have been a real shitty day yesterday. Um, or it was at the game. Oh, okay. And you know what? And Chris texted me, our cousin Chris, he texted me that he drove, he went to game, what, three? No, four. Four. Can't think of the games anymore. Went to game four um, for Bo's birthday. They drove up, watched the whole game, and then drove back to New York. That is, that's some, some impressive. It's commitment. It's so, very much commitment. As we were just discussing before, Travis, tell me, tell me how the Astros are cheating and how they're on steroids and how everything has to do with this loss other than, hey, they ran out of runs. They scored all their runs. No, the underlying thing is the Red Sox, you, you can't win a baseball game if you get three hits, especially in postseason baseball. Um, but just, just fuck the Astros, honestly. Just, just fuck the Astros so much. I really – actually, you know, it's not – it's really just Bregman, Correa, and Altuve. Fuck those three. And I, who, if you were to pick I, – I don't know if you have strong feelings against any of them, but, like, I think I, I dislike Altuve the, the least because, I mean, you just got to respect what he does. Tiny little guy, just unbelievable. Correa can go fuck himself. And Alex Bregman – Fuck that guy too, like that guy of all people. That Alex Bregman's the guy that's listed at six feet, but you know is self conscious that he's five eleven. That's a, that's Alex Bregman in a nutshell. Well, welcome to our about unbiased uh, take on sports. Um, <laughs> well, let me oh, tell no, you, I never said here, I was unbiased. Sitting here as a Yankee fan, sitting here as a Yankee fan, um, and only a Yankee fan. Meaning, I don't only just cheer. I don't cheer against anybody. That makes you a fan of another team. Even you are a fan of another team if you cheer against somebody else because you are cheering for them, you know? So I've never been anything other than a Yankee fan. I've never been a Red Sox fan, meaning I have never actively gone out of my way to cheer against them. Um, But out of all those things, it's interesting to me, out of all those fuck yous, I didn't hear you say once, fuck you, Sale for showing up to the postseason every fucking game like this. Um, yeah, Cora made a mistake there. He, well, let's be honest. He gave, put you in, at least in this game, besides the Valdez home run, he put you in a position to actually, like, have him walk off the mound with a lead. But instead, you struck up four times and hit nine ground balls while he's in the game. Mm. So not great. Um, and then Cora fucked up by either, one, bringing him back out in the sixth inning, or why are you pitching a Valdez? Like the dude's the dude's mm-hmm. three for three against you. First base is open, and you pitch to him. So yeah. that was a mistake. But Sale did everything. Sale looked and like I bet you Sale looks great next year because it's always the what two years post Tommy John's where you're kind of back to like a Valdi. I don't know why that's how it goes, but um, I think he'll do great next year. But yeah, his postseason record obviously not much to speak of. Although everything I'm, <laughs> everything I take in and watch these games, I'm like I don't. The way that the ball moves for sale, like I'm like, how do you how do you have an off game? How do these guys? How do these hitters uh, jump on yeah, these things? Uh, dude, and then I say pitches, I, I can say the same thing about um, like I was saying that about who was it Webb for the Giants. Yeah. I'm like, this stuff is moving two feet. Every pitch is moving one way or the other, and it's you could start it at somebody's hip 
and it ends up on the entire other side of the plate. Um, I've actually saw that a bunch, you know, it's to the point where these, these pitchers throw it so hard and with so much movement that you've seen it happen throughout the playoffs, but it's happened throughout the year where when the catcher is setting up on a certain side and it ends up having to cross, you know, go across the plate, it's a strike. But the catcher has to go so out of his yeah, way to turn catch it or, yeah. that it's a ball because of just how it looks. So, or you're Laz Diaz and you don't actually know what a strike zone by definition is. <laughs> I know there's a lot. Of, that was what two games ago. Uh, no, I'm like honestly, it fucked the Red Sox, but like it went the Astros' way too. Like they they could, had screwed. Like that guy's what? just terrible. He's got. You think he's blind in one eye? He's like he's got his depth perception. So, terrible. So baseball. First off, it's a beautiful sport because it's uh, uh, the only sport without a game clock. I think that's a, a beautiful thing. As you saw two games ago where the Red Sox – I, I, I got to be honest. I watched that game all the way up until like the seventh or eighth, and I'm like, I don't want to watch them win. I wake up the next morning, and I look at my phone. It's like score seventh and the ninth. That's the beauty of baseball, and depending on what side you're on, that might be the most frustrating thing too. And it's got to be frustrating as a, as a Boston fan. I, I can only imagine if the Yankees were in that position where they go off and score and hit grand slam, what feels like every single inning. And then all of a sudden for two straight games, they can't figure it out. Um, that's part that's of just, that was Martin Perez coming in. Yeah. Two pitches, two batters, five runs given up. Not all his yeah. earned because of Valdi, but like at that point you were just giving up the game. That's like bringing in a little league pitcher. He, I think some of the blame. Story. I think some of the blame should be on uh, Schwarber not wearing his socks up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's just it's humble and like yeah. As a Red Sox fan, like you hope they win, but like has gone cold. You got two games hey, left here. I'm getting text. I I sit emotionless. If I get a text about the Red Sox, probably not going to answer it. But I'm just sitting here, and it just makes me smile when it's like. Six grand slams in the first two innings. Everyone's just like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. And then and then last, you know, I get a text yesterday saying like, well, it's been a good season. I'm like, dude, you got two games to play, man. Yeah. I just watched – I watched the Red Sox go ham for two games. Like, you can't give up that easy. But anyway, uh, I will tell you right now, Siri was yelling at me last night. At like, fifth inning, I was like, this game's over. You can already tell. They just don't have it. Like, it's not going to happen. And then obviously it, the wheels fell off quickly there. It, it sure did. But like you can reset and come back to Houston and shut them up there because that would be even more poetic. Any team, if it was a Yankees, the same thing. Like just wouldn't you think watching, it's more comfortable? Watching Houston lose in Houston would be magical. I, I would have to think it's more comfortable to play baseball in Houston right now. Like I know you got the fans against you, but at least it's warm. At least mm-hmm. you you can feel your hands when you're hitting. Like. Oh, yeah. Like, these games have been going so late. Like, last time was a 5 o'clock start. It's like, oh, this is amazing. Like, like I stayed up watching game – yeah, game four. Stayed up till Evaldi came in, and then he gave up a run. I was like, I'm going to bed. I, I, oh. I can't do it. It's, it's literally 11.57 right now. And, like, I rolled over because I couldn't quite fall asleep. Rolled over, checked my phone. It was then, like I said, 9 to 1, 9 to 2. Looked at Perez's stat line, two batters faced, two pitches, five runs lots. Like, this is classic. You know, uh, you should never go to bed angry, Chad. Um, I wasn't angry. I just resigned <laughs> to the um, fact that they lost the game. Move on. You got two games left. And then we get on the other side. This is another interesting thing. You know, being out this way, uh, a lot more Dodgers fans. Um, 
I did not see this happen. I think it, last time we recorded, we talked about if the, the Braves had any chance. Yeah, without I didn't Acuna, see this either. Yeah, without Acuna. Um, and man, the Braves are on fire. Little, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rosalio or Rosario? Rosario. Rosario. Yeah, I could name two Freddie home Freeman runs and Acuna. That's it. Hit two home runs and a triple yesterday. Jock Peterson. That's Jock Peterson. Yeah. The pearl necklace. Like on. an absolute, like, what is that? Um, and then, uh, oh, what's his name? Who's the little dude there? But he's awesome. Oh, uh, Albies. Albies. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're just handing it to him. I would be interested to see if they can take care of him here tonight. Um, well, that's, who's that's, that like? That Muncie's out now. Uh, Turner's done for the series now. Mookie Betts is yeah. clearly not right. Well, I'm not. Well, I'm sure not going to be watching the Browns versus Denver. Come on, so. man. He's cute. You think, so, think Mayfield's uh, done for the year? Like, I mean, oh, that's, we'll, like we'll I know it's his non-throwing shoulder, but well, if he is done for the year. That just means he's got to go make some more. He's like one of the only guys that I want him to keep making more commercials because they're great. The nacho great. one, fantastic. Well, the other um, thing is well, you still will get into it, but like that just convolutes contracts because what do you do with them? Right. Does I know. even have any bargaining power anymore. Yeah. So, man, it would be pretty incredible if the Braves were to win it this year. That would be insane. That would be an incre- incredible run. They've just kind of been a low on the on the radar. Like the Red Sox were supposed to be that on under the radar team, which they were. They're like the last. The I Red guess. Sox shouldn't be here. That's why, as a Red Sox fan, you're like, yeah, you they get you know, like you said, the games where they hit three grand slams in two games. Like, holy shit, they might win the World Series. But also, just, like, just they literally had to win one quick, game yeah. to get in. They could have lost the Yankees and just been done right there. So, like, this is yeah. all gravy. Like, they're not built for this year. They're built for potentially next year. But yeah. if they win. So, they win. Um. But we're getting close to it. We're getting close to the that beautiful series every year that you get to watch the World Series. That one day, you know, the Yankees will will make their way back to. If, um, yeah, before, if we're going to transition from baseball, gotta get your thoughts. Talked about it last week. Boone, what do you think? I I would have agreed with either way. I agree with them signing him. I think he's, you know. Um, I, I, I don't know. It, that's a good question because, again, I could have seen an excuse because I understand when a team underperforms, especially the expectations that the Yankees have every year um, and the team that, you know, I remember when he got hired, they're like, oh, they're giving the keys to a Lamborghini. Here, here they are right to Boone. So, I mean, yeah, when it comes down to injuries, I want, I want to say that the injuries and then, you know, people – underperforming like Sanchez like uh, I guess you could put Torres in that picture I guess his was more like uh, actual effort (laughs) which is a a tough thing to say Um, and then you just don't know if Stanton and Judge are going to be on the field at the same time because something's going to inevitably come up on those guys so I think the move in the past definitely would have been like all right we got to get a new new leader in the clubhouse um, in this case, I can agree with it. it. Although it does seem interesting that they're making a ton of moves. It's like, okay, we're going to keep you, but we're going to fire all the other positional coaches. You yeah. know, um, that almost feels like it wasn't your fault. It was all their fault. I mean, it was like when the Padres fired their pitching coach 
because yeah. the, you know it's like yeah you know it's probably not his fault but I, I know the Yankees and Steinbrenner and if you were going to blame anybody it's those guys in the upper management area for sure mm-hmm. um and uh here's the, here at, at the end of the day you got you got some decisions to make you got judge i think who's arbitration who's 30 years old not sure what you're going to be paying that guy in the future you got questions with sanchez questions with torres are you going to go after a guy like correa in the offseason there's some bigger fish to fry than adding on to that let's go find a a manager who's capable of leading a team that we're not completely sure was going to look like you know you think the yankees would even go after correa that would be so divisive that would be so divisive they're going to go after anybody that they can to put on the field to win. And I, how I much money do they realistically have to spend? I know it's a non-salary cap league, but like their payroll is, is it the highest in baseball or is it the Dodgers? Dodgers got to be there. Um, and I well, think like, the Red Sox are higher than the Yankees at this point. Are they? No? I, I mean, I'll, maybe look, I'll look close. it up while we're talking. Yeah. But they anyways, might be close. Out, like... out of all the, you have so many question marks for the Yankees in the next coming year to get back to that first up, get back to that, expectation of winning and not being in the position they were this year um, that I don't think you can put another question mark out there with Aaron Boone. And that's just my feel. Although, like I said, it's weird that it's like, Hey, we're going to keep you, but we're going to tell you what coaches you're able to work with. Yeah. Um, well, this so two and two and one, they get two years. And then the third is a team option. Team option. Yeah. 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 Which, Hey, I'll give them two more years. I'm okay with that. He's, he's a tough guy to get a read on. You know, I, I some days I like him a lot. Some days I don't. Um, when I, I think mean, back to. I can't imagine managing 162 games. It's just too much. Well, here's the thing. Out of all I'm going to take a like, week off. Isn't football, you know, you look at football, you got one week, one game a week. And it's like your job as a football coach is for now 17 weeks out of the year. And then hopefully another three more three more weeks your job is to or 18 weeks is to well i'm not including the uh uh the bye week there your job is to get these guys from like a preparation stage and get them peak 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 energy and mental and uh attention wise and all of that stuff for one day hockey i mean if we're going off of how the freaking schedulers of the Boston Bruins you got one game a week <laughs> um seriously basketball and hockey you got a little break in between so like your job is to take those time in between kind of relax and as a coaching you're like yeah here's the all-star break here's that like you just got to get them peaking right right th- baseball man your job is to almost not let them get too high <laughs> your job is to like keep them so even keeled and here's the all-star break okay everyone's feeling a little, okay gotta bring you back down for a little bit and then you hope hope they can do what like the cardinals kind of did uh, at the end of the year to ramp yourself in and give yourself the best position but man what then, a you tough get, job then you get let go then you get let go man the or then you have to suck or you have to suffer the worst case is you got to play a really great first half and then like the Padres man suffered the entire that must have been a hard locker room to walk into every day you know they can be in the news all you want but like baseball is the ultimate sport where if you're really good and you get a fat contract like Mike Trout arguably one of the best players ever 
he's going to make what career earnings like 400 plus million. Oh, right. He, he could never make the playoffs again for the rest of his career. Just right off into the sunset. Okay. I got, I got the, the list. So uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, 194 million. Uh, yeah, New York oh, I mean, this is the top Google yeah, no. search, so yeah, it no. can't be wrong. I trust you. I trust uh, you. <laughs> it can't be wrong if it's the top search on Google. Um, New York Yankees are number two at 179 mil. Mm-hmm. New York Mets, 166. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Los Angeles Angels. Right under there. Now, well, yeah, because... Yeah. New York Mets, Los Angeles Angels, San Diego Padres. Well, the Angels, you got, I mean, who, who did they sign from the Nationals? That Rendon? Yeah. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Highest. Are they still, highest, are they still, are they still technically taking I've off? ever seen. I know. It's like in his eyes, it's like Teen Wolf. Is he, uh, although Altuve gets up there too. You see that? Um, yeah. I don't know if. The Angels are still pay, paying off some of Pujols because, goodness gracious, they probably, probably. had some of that. Um, yeah, San Diego Padres, apparently none of that's going to pitching. Um, Blake Snell. Then it's the Houston Astros. Amazing, but... Then it's the Red Sox. And then way down this list is freaking Rays. <laughs> there you go. Anyway. Uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, well, yeah well, we can switch over now. Um, Let's go to – um, I kind of want to keep the open night of the Celtics for last and kind of the stuff. So we'll, we'll keep those um, for last. Let's go football. Yeah, because there's, there's not a whole lot to talk about with hockey, to be honest with you. It's early on. Yeah, Bruins yeah. have played two games. In we could talk about, years. like, the start of OV and, uh, and, uh, and then you got McDavid going off. I do want to talk about the TNT, like the post. I want to talk about the broadcasting stuff. But um, – Let's go football here because we are in another Thursday. We've got a Thursday night football game, as I mentioned before, probably not one I'm going to tune into. Um, we've got the backups for the Browns playing um, the Denver Broncos, who started off uh, undefeated, but every team they played was also um, fully defeated <laughs> uh, for a while there. Uh, but we can, we can chat about what we saw this past week weekend and then uh moving into this week which a lot of these matchups i gotta tell you are not as intriguing as the last couple weeks yeah it's kind um, of a down for matchups but you, that's gonna happen you know that's good that's gonna happen uh we can talk about the monday night game as well but going into this past week let's talk um let's go right into the patriots so the patriots had a, a game that we were really hyping up with the cowboys um, a lot of people saying they didn't have a chance. I knew being in Foxborough, I think I've stated it. I thought that they had a good chance to win the game. Uh, I got to tell you, this was the first regular season game in a while that I was on a roller coaster of emotion. We went through the first half. Somehow they got the lead at halftime, and I did not know how. I really had zero clue how they were still winning that football game. I was holding my breath. And then there was plenty of opportunities in the second half. Um, some questionable stuff going on. Some good, some ugly, some in between. What were you? What was your take from that game? Are there any encouraging signs we can take out of that game? And what are we looking at coming this week against the Jets? And then you got the Chargers the next week. 
where we at right now, Trav? Well, I think the biggest and really to me the only takeaway, and it's part and parcel, what we thought this team was going to be this year was run dominant, Mac Jones game manager, defense, bend, don't break, get the ball back to the offense. So let's let's break that down in the inverse order. Defense sucks. Old. So we got Judon. Yeah. So it's Matthew Judon. The rest, everyone else is old and slow. I mean, Dak Prescott had all day back there. First of all, they came out even before the game. He is the best rated quarterback against the Blitz, and the Blitz didn't do shit because he barely even touched them. Um, I almost didn't want him. I almost wanted them to give him more time in the pocket so he didn't get outside of the pocket because yeah. every time he went outside of the pocket, I was like, shit, before he even threw the ball because I knew no, it was going to be a 15-yard completion. Because, again, no one can cover it because we had the great idea to trade Steph Ellen Gilmore. That's really going to backfire because um, you get Jalen Mills out there just getting absolutely burnt. Um, I mean, J.C. Jackson's been all right, but their defense is just not great. And that's – that's I don't know who's an indictment on whether it's Belichick, whether it's play calling, whether it's whatever it is. Um, running game, what does it even say about the running game? I mean, it's – Pumbaruski! Let's, let's maybe, like, give the ball to Ramondre Stevenson a little bit more because he at least did something with the ball. Um, and I don't care if he fumbles it. Like, at this point, everyone's fumbling it, so just, like, give him the damn ball. Um, and ultimately, Mac Jones, game manager, I think at this point, it's high time. You're playing the Jets to speak. Like, the, what's your thought this could be through six weeks? Throw it out the window. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, screw it. Put the ball in Mac Jones' hands and win or lose with Mac Jones' decision-making. Let him do it. Because, like, at this point, I mean, yeah. So talk, tell, talk to me what you're thinking is. Because uh, I'd be interested, because I'm with you. I think conservative play calling has been hard. I think there's, I mean, you want to talk about conservative play calling, talk about the 90 seconds that they had at the end of the half, knowing that they were going to get the football back and begin like, the next. What is that? Cool. Yeah. Um, that's not something that I'm used to seeing. Um, it's yeah. It's, it's like, that was frustrating. Cause like, dude, Mac Jones is more capable of getting you 35 yards to get yourself in field range. You don't expect him to score a touchdown, but like let him throw the damn ball. Um, that was like and there a, was yeah. They were I, so I I was just gonna say with Mac, I was that first quarter I was super impressed, and then he took that lick right. He took that big lick, and it almost felt like, oh shit, we need to protect them, yeah. protect the the play calling and all that stuff. Um, so I I, I just want to I, I might have asked you this in the past, but like in your mind. What are we looking at? So we, we see a quarterback that's putting up the most accurate numbers as far as percentage goes in the league. I, that is saying that he's not aiming downfield. He's not having called plays for downfield. I yeah. know that the, the, the protection has been um, spotty throughout the year, and that's been sort of one of the kind of hold-your-breath moments. Um, yeah, I mean, Randy Gregory's games. on clinic. So what what is it that would make them go from conservative job Josh McDaniels calling plays that are what we would con- or you would consider conservative, and what would that look like if it were more of an aggressive or more spread um, option for Mac going into a game? Like what would what would be like? Hey, let's take the bumpers down 
and give this guy a chance to make some mistakes if it's mm-hmm. going to be there, but also bomb it out and hit Bourne in stride to get you a 75 yard touchdown, you know? Um, yeah, you, you, you kind of decide you want to win football games this year and not have a top 10. That's really what it comes down to. And if you want to have a top 10 pick, cool. I mean, if you really want to look at yourself, like, is Belichick the guy anymore? Like, that, that's literally, as the season goes on, that's going to continue to become a question if this is how we're playing. Because, like, we can't do another season and three, two or three seasons of this shit where it's like, yeah, maybe you're seven and nine or now seven and ten. Like, yeah. you, like finish you, second, you finish second, but that's not saying much. You know, you are, you're a, and, and, you know, some of the players have said it. And I don't know, it, to me, it doesn't seem like it's actually accurate, but they're a good football team with a bad record. I don't think they're really that good of a football team. I mean, like I said, their defense is old and slow. They've made some plays when they've had to. But, like, if you're just going to play the way you're playing, you're not going to you, – you'll beat the Jets. Let's be honest. You'll beat the Jets. But then, you mean, I text you, like, let's, let's see what happens. But then they got the Chargers. That's not a winnable game. The Panthers also can get hot. Who knows what the Browns look like. Falcons are the Falcons. But then you got to think that's going to be a McCaffrey rejoining the team by then. Right now, you need – how many wins do you think you need to get the playoffs? Because let's look at the wild well, You're not card. winning the division. Oh, no way in hell. Well, like the wild card right now, the Raiders are probably going to finish with a better record. They already have a better record. The Chiefs are three and three. You know they're going to figure it out and get into a wild card position. Mm-hmm. You get the Bengals above you, who at this point can probably. Yo, Joe Burrow is a an assassin. Like He's they, an assassin. And if they don't make it, like they're going to be have a better record than you. So it's some first off, did you see that video? Them. Did you see that video of him and Chase? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like my guy, it's like you got right? <laughs> like the Browns and Baker Mayfield figures out like they're they're a better team than you, unfortunately. So like, I I, I, I will I will disagree with that. I think the Browns are done. Okay, so let's take them off the table. You need to what be ten and seven probably. I think nine and eight gets in the playoffs at this point. Ten and seven. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me you got? Let's just break down the opponents here. You got going forward. And, like, I'm not going to break down game by game, but, like, looking at the schedule, I mean, Jets and Falcons should be winnable games. Like, that should be get you to four and four. Let's call it four and four. But then you got Chargers, Panthers, Browns, Titans, Bills twice, which I'm sorry, I don't think you mean Bills. Colts, who, meh. Yeah. Jaguars, yeah. Dolphins. It's feasible, but, like, at this point, I feel like you're going to finish 500 again, which, again, like, well, what is it's going to come down to? What what big game are you going to win? Because you're going to have to win a big game here to make that a realistic chance. You should have beat chance, the fucking right? Cowboys. You should have well, beat the, you should have beat the Cowboys. You should have beat the Bucks. You, you should have, could have, would have, you know. You lost to the Dolphins. Like, how, how shitty is that game looking hindsight? Well, well, that's it. So, going forward, knowing that, hey, you can't take back some of these moments in these games that you could have. What big game are you going to win? Well, now you're down to – you have to win these big games and the yeah, char- you know, one. you, the chargers are one of those and you can't have a slip up like another dolphins loss, you know? Um, so that's clear. Uh, I mean, the, every week makes the dolphins loss look worse and worse. The, o- um, the only saving grace right now for this Patriots season. And it, again, it's week six. So I'm not talking like I'm bailing on the season. Like sure. it, it's over, but like, even if they don't win another game, it's just so nice to see a, a rookie quarterback under center and like have some hope. Like if this was Cam Newton, it'd be like, what the fuck? Like, well, no. there's hope. There's hope. <clears throat> He's showing us things that you can, you can look, be um, 
intrigued by, that you can be encouraged by. Um, I know he's showing me some his body language. Yeah, of course he's going to have some of these moments where his body language be like, shit, man. Well, I just came from Alabama. I just probably came from before that of winning. It's like the guy want, clearly wants to get back to winning. It's not like a defeated body language. It's just like, I got to get better just, you know, to make sure that this team gets better. So that, that is an encouraged thing to see. We've seen glimpses of like, Hey, this run game could be really great too. Um, I mean, yeah, there, right there's the, no the potential exists. Dangerous that, place to be. Correct. The potential does exist that they could quote unquote, turn it around. But I mean, you got to start this week. You got to basically treat your season as your zero and zero. Take care of business against the Jets because they're the Jets. They are coming off a bye. But right now where you stand, like, that's not just a you win. It's not an automatic check mark. You're going to win this game because, like, you still got to show up and play football. And if you're – so, who knows? But... Agree. Agree. Um, let's, let's talk more about around the league um, from last week going into this new week. Some of the storylines have come out of that. So, last week we had some – I mean, we had a great Monday night game titans and uh the bills i will another one i'll admit i didn't watch that one i, watched I saw the half i saw the halftime score and it was 18 to 3 i think yeah and or no 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 what am i talking about i don't know was it thursday night game last week anyway there's the colts game that they lost ended up oh that that was, the lamar that was jackson last yeah, yeah, yeah. anyways no this this game was incredible i was watching all the highlights Henry going off. Um, you know, I get a kick out of like, you see these polls of people like just asking us every day, people being like, if you had five tries, could you tackle Henry? People are like, yeah, I think I could. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Um, man, it's like when people are like, oh, I could be in a ring with Tyson Fury for a full minute. <laughs> like, dude, my you die. Don't. don't say that i it's um but anyways what games did you see that you or or did you follow or that you saw highlights of after the fact um were there anything that that any games that you thought were intriguing um didn't expect a team on the lookout what's your take from this past i didn't week? watch a single game besides the patriots game we were just busy okay. so mm-hmm. made time to watch that but are the cardinals winning the super bowl Who's to say? I mean, dude. Hey, are we going to see Larry Fitzgerald just like, I'm in? I I should come out for week 16. Come on, baby. I feel Um, the fever again. Man, they're just looking like they're having some fun. Uh, (laughs) Chiefs, again, maybe they'll figure it out. Their defense, they'll figure it out. I think, I don't think they can win it with that defense, though. I don't don't think think so either. Patrick Mahomes can can keep keep it up enough. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of parity come playoff time. Like, there's no team that's, like, clearly they're going to steamroll to the, the championship. I'm kind of rooting for the Chargers, to be honest with you. I just because it'd be cool to see the Chargers do something. I got I, – I really, really like Patrick Mahomes. I think what he does is unbelievable. Oh, the, the play – that highlight that he had where he literally, like – who was it, Jonathan Allen, just basically face-planted? Or yeah. Was, and he just literally – the aerial view that had of him doing it. Oh, and yeah. Just, like, all the way back across the field. Like, that I was insane. Man, this is hard for me to say because it's like they have nothing to do with him in the in the scheme of things. But like, 
Dude, the family is just hard for me to get behind Pat Mahomes completely. Oh, yeah, his like, brother. His yeah. brother dancing on the show. Like, even if that was an innocent mistake, it's like, dude, what are you doing on He's TikTok? He's been making bro? a lot of innocent mistakes. Like, dude. You are a TikTok it. star. You are you're, the brother You're driving of a Range Mahomes. Rover around that did you pay for? No. Just like. If they want to say he's a TikTok star. The TikTok, the TikTok stardom has only happened. Not because, because of the shit yeah. you put out, but because Pat Mahomes is awesome. Um, yeah. And then who was it? Was it his mom back? I get it's a parent take, but his mom was saying, oh, the interception shouldn't count because they've been like, defla- you know, it's, it, it would, it's like, man, they make me not want to like Pat Mahomes, but I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to rise up. I'm going to be better than that. He's a great quarterback. Um, okay. Going into this week. We don't need to talk about the Patriots have to beat the Jets. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Any matchups that you're watching this week, any games um, that you'll be interested in seeing, I can go through them if you'd like. No, I mean, not really. I mean, the um, Bengals Ravens should be a good one. Good litmus test for the Bengals. Chiefs Titans. Chiefs Titans, another one. Um, Other than that, I mean, Rams should beat the Lions. Eagles. They just they're not great. Yeah, so um, Bengals Ra- Ravens out the gate. I'm I'm. I there. guess Colts 49ers another good game to see where if the Colts are actually going to make the playoffs. I mean that's a good litmus test for them. Seahawks mm-hmm. Saints. I mean, well, we, I guess we, we might be watching Cam Newton. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not really a matchup anymore. The last the last thing I do want to say. So we're seeing a bunch of new stuff coming out about Deshaun Watson. I'm also seeing a ton of stuff saying that none of this is true. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of reports from like, like you don't even read it until it happens. The teams themselves being like, yeah, none of this is true. How much of that do you think is, do we take that at face value? Do you think there's stuff actually going on beyond the scene, behind the scenes? And we're just hearing from these teams saying like, yeah, none of this is true because it would be a terrible look to say we were ready to get rid of Tua and we were ready to get rid of these draft picks for Deshaun Watson, who is in a completely serious situation uh, of his own. And then it fell, how bad would it look if it fell through? And you're like, you're about to, you're like, basically said, yes, we're, we want to get rid of Tua for Watson and all of his situation that's currently ongoing. Yeah. Um, do you think the, the, those reports are BS type statements from these camps are more to protect their own ass or do you, do you think that they're not actually having having this thing and that the media is doing something to make it almost come into existence? No, probably more to protect themselves. I mean, let's be honest. Brian Flores is clearly well-respected, but you don't win, you don't hey. keep your job. Hey, he only wants high-character players, though, Trev. Yeah, you don't win, you don't keep your job. So if Tua ain't the answer, which it feels like Tua is not the answer, you go get Deshaun Watson regardless of what the hell he's doing off the field. Nothing's, you know, it's – Innocent until proven guilty. Um, I mean, who knows if he plays, but I mean, it makes a splash. But if he does, if he does, I mean, yeah, Patriots are fucked. <clears throat> um, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I, I, I don't again, think we've ever even seen a three team trade in the NFL. No, and then what it, I think the trade deadline's two weeks from now, the week eight, week nine now. Yeah. I'm gonna push back so there's a little pressure, a little pressure coming up here. So we'll see how it plays out. But again, like we said, yeah. don't even read anything until it happens because you, you're seeing yeah. not worth reading it. Yeah. I, have, I saw it and like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. And even if there is something going on, 
expect people to say no because yeah uh until it happens all right uh let's go to the sports that just 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 kicked off we had hockey begin last week took us forever to watch two games of the Bruins so we don't have much to dissect out of that we can chat about it real quick uh, and around the league um let's start with hockey so Bruins got a win uh they got a loss they kind of left swimming up I know you could have said some of those uh those those uh plays may have, should have saved maybe yeah. um no he didn't play well but the defense is the theme for the last two games, which again is so early, there's 80 more games to play. Um, they're kind of leaving them out to dry with some pretty bad defensive turnovers um, when Charlie McAvoy doesn't have the puck. But uh, have you watched the games? We take quick, quick takeaways. Doesn't have to be super. Yeah, bad. it just we feels like anything to go up. No, it feels like another season where the Bruins clearly going to have a lot of shots per game, but none of them are actually meaningful shots. It's like yeah. let's take a shot from like the top of the dot, hit a, hit a goal in the chest. Well, we just couldn't score. We had so many shots tonight. But it's like, well, yeah, because none of them are, like, scoring opportunities. Or they're just, like, the Marshawn tying goal where it's, like, scrum in front of the net, he finds a puck. You know? Yeah. Unless it's the power uh, play, the Bruins just don't score a lot of, like, oh, that was a really nice play type of goal. You know? It's well, great. Well, the one grinding. I could say last – The Taylor Hall I, goal was filthy. I was about to say, the, the Charlie again, breakaway. Taylor. Like, oh, he made that, that was a great outlet pass. That was oh, great. Out. I mean, he made that um, look super easy scoring that goal. And that's why Taylor Hall was number one pick. But otherwise, I mean, I don't know. They they have a lot to figure out. Yeah, and and we we can't really go into much depth as far as breaking down where the teams stand and all that. But um, Yeah, a couple weeks for that. I mean, it is cool to see Ovi off to a really hot start, taking taking advantage of open nets, scoring a couple. Did you see commercial with Backstrom? Love that one. I have not seen that. Is it bad? No, it's actually really funny. Oh, I, I, I can't remember what company it's for. But he's basically like, his wife's asking him why he's there. He's like sitting in the living room eating cereal on his couch with him. Like, yeah. So what's cool is that, so Ovi's there, McDavid off to a hot start as well, um, which you wouldn't expect anything else. But I will say, Edmonton, you better freaking win this year. Um, McDavid needs to go a long way in the playoffs for hockey. Please, please, hockey gods. Um I do want to talk about, have you watched any of these? Uh, last night was TNT, which what we can kind of comment on. Did you watch any of that? It, it's, it's. I haven't tuned into much really of it, no. Ridiculous, but it, it is a riot, man. No, I've, I've not tuned into much of it, to be honest with you. So you got Gretzky on there who, who just kind of throw, quietly throws out. I can see how he gets along with Dustin Johnson. Um, but he throws out a lot of like little like they go back and forth with little, little jabs uh between all of them um who do we got on I'm, I'm, i forget exact so it's yeah Paul uh, this and that can we talk about kenny albert man what a voice for a guy looks like that so There's, it's yeah. Liam McHugh, anson carter uh wayne gretzky Paul this the, and cool, that. the coolest name is eddie Ol- olchek um yeah who who was uh who did they have on the right side paul bissonette oh that was paul bissonette so him and gretzky man going back and forth all all freaking uh intermission long yeah but uh i don't know i think it's good for hockey it's good to just have figures like him and on espn we talked about it last week with messier and 
um, Chelios and uh, yeah, it's just good to see some names that we grew up with and had a huge influence on 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 the sport. But any anything else on hockey? No, still All too right. early. Basketball. The NBA is back. We started on Tuesday. We had the Lakers Warriors. Warriors, man, great to see them back in the light, man. It's great to see them. Who did they pick last year? Forget for the first round draft pick. They got Kaminga and Moses Moody. Ah, that's right. Moody played. Kaminga's, I think, injured for like the yeah. first two weeks, maybe. Um, and I didn't. Wiseman did Wiseman play? I didn't even watch it. Honestly, no, I don't think so. Okay, so um, and then we had Bucks beat uh, a Kyrie Li- Kyrie Kyrie uh Nets. So um, again, you can't overreact to that. Well, we had a Celtics game last night. First look at the new you know, the new head coaching and the new sort of the pieces are very much the same with just supporting cast being a mix of new, new faces. Um, and the Knicks, I think there's a lot of hype and a lot of energy going into that. Um, I texted you last night and I said, same Celtics are picking up right where they left off. It felt the entire fourth quarter, that that same trend, the most I'm not letting it get me frustrated this year because I have zero expectations for him. But last year, the most frustrating thing in the world was being down five to seven the entire fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Five to seven points, five to seven points. And Jason Tatum going five for 18, seven for 21. All of these these shots missed down the line and they would lose the game. So they would get a lead during the game. They'd lose it. Fourth quarter, they'd play behind that entire time. And then by the end of it, they would lose. Well, I texted you with like two minutes left, saying, picking up right where they left off. Um, I turned the TV off because I was just sick of it. And then I, got, then I got a notification that said, smart, hits a huge three, blah, blah, blah. Overtime, second overtime. I'm glad I shut it off. If they won, I would have felt like an idiot. Mm-hmm. But they should have won too. They they blew. well. This is why. Before you say those words, I hate that word, that phrase. First off, with the Celtics, yeah. they should have. Mm-hmm. Um, had they not blown a Jalen Brown dunk that was trying to be Showtime, and Dennis Schroeder forgot how to just do a simple, fundamental layup, they probably could have won in the first half. So that's Let my question. That way. Are we going to expect the same team as last year? Like, no, don't get me wrong. Like, Jalen Brown looked like, hey, he, this could be something he could do day in and day out. That's but Jason Tatum yeah. shot this exact same fucking thing as last year. Yeah. I hope that's a flute game. Like, but again, th- this is the next step, too, in his development in a sense is like, defer to Brown. Like, I know you want to be the guy, but like, why are you going to isolate when you're not hitting anything? Give it to Brown. The dude, like, the, the, bet. The rim looks like a freaking swimming pool for him. Like, but you turned it off. The shot before it doesn't get talked about. So before I saw that Smart hit that three, that was a ridiculous three pointer from Jalen Brown. Even even get him in the that point where they could foul. Outrageously down far. Three. Yeah. Yeah. That and was... like, all it took was one dribble. Fournier did not get up in his airspace, and it was like, I'm going to drain this in your face. Although he was kind of in his face, he wasn't completely. No, it open. was ridiculous. It was like, no. all right, now I get a chance. 
But yeah, no. Fournier had Kemba a big Walker. night action. Kemba Walker, I don't know why he was running to the paint. Like it's not they can't win the game in the paint at that that point there, no. Kemba. Um no, I, I don't to me let's it's game one. Let's see how they play tomorrow night. Horford's probable. Oh, Horford. Yeah. Josh Richardson's probable. I told you if there's any bright or silver lining there, Williams looked pretty damn good. And Romeo Langford, if this is where Romeo Langford's gonna be now he's healthy, that's a huge, huge positive. Like even if he's a you know thirty eight percent three point shooter, like he's he was really hot last night, but like yeah, doing yeah. a lot of things out there. So like if that you know gives you another viable three and D wing that is effective, that's gonna be huge. So I'm not gonna get like I said, same with you. I just gotta keep it in my mind that no expectations. If they win, they win. If they lose, who cares? But like in that way at the end of the year, if they're somewhere like oh, this is great, oh, yeah, right. yeah. it's magical. It's gonna be a hard feeling yeah, to do yeah. every night. Because I get way too invested, and you probably do too. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta have your mentality. I keep reminding myself, like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I don't. They're not <laughs> gonna make me mad. They blew thirteen point lead. They're not gonna make me mad. Yeah. Not gonna knock me down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it was tough, man. I. I um. Because there was that moment in the first half when I mean, Jalen needed a rest. You have to give him some time. Um, after he scored what 25, 28, or whatever it was yeah, that in, the first in that quarter. second, and then they clearly gave sort of Tatum that unit that he was the go to guy. And he just, I don't know, those are the moments yeah, where it's like, be, be the all star, man. Like, I get that you have it off. You watch the Lakers game, there's some off night happening for those guys. You see, like, it happens, it happens. Um, but yeah, there's the there's no expectation this year. But the expectation from me last year, yeah. I was really disappointed because I'm like, these are the steps. Um, I, I have a feeling too. Come out tomorrow night and have a big game. I think so too. Being at home, I'm sorry. So. He's too versatile not to. I feel yeah. like now it's just mental. Now it's just all in his mind. The game should have slowed down in the years that he's been there. Um, and he should I mean, be he good. missed a lot of wide open shots last night that yeah. most likely he will not miss again. Yeah. Like he was trying to test the jump. Yeah, and like you said, Horford should should be a good presence in there. Um, around the league, uh, first off, one one thing: did you see Harden's take on making the top seventy-five team of yeah. all? Yeah, I don't That's get awesome. that, but he is really good. He is he is very good. Um, I mean, in a lot of ways, the same way that Steph Curry came in the league and changed the way the game yeah. is played, Harden did his own game uh, has changed the way that the game's played um, for better, for worse, for some people, but uh, maybe, yeah. So he's, he's spectacular. Um, dude, Ben Simmons, man. I think, I think next week we should just devote an episode to Ben Simmons. I about think it. cause it's probably going to be the same case next week as we're talking about right now. I think this is going to be such one of the, one thing that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. I think this is more than just a player holding out. This is a player holding out and a team that wants to get rid of him, but can't because yeah. they owe He's him so much money value. and he doesn't have enough value as far as a game that supports like another team. If his contract was way less, he'd be on another team by now. The, the but, only trade I could see happening at this point is you trade him to Cleveland to just give him a big middle finger, go to the Siberia of the NBA in Cleveland. <laughs> um, and like, you'd be like Kevin Love and like Colin Sexton back. And you just hope that, like, that kind of gives you something with Sexton. But you what know? are you taking back from him? 
you're, you're taking back Love and what is, what is and some picks oh, from Cleveland. Okay. And you're giving them Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons can go shove off in Cleveland. But, like, it's just such a tumultuous situation. We're like, dude, how much of a douchebag are you? Well, now he's position. Now he's gotten himself in a position that, like, this is I actually on Ben Simmons' perspective, he can know. I mean, this is this is the wrong town to mess with. Oh yeah. Um, if he steps it, foot in the arena, Philly fans are be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Even if he agreed to play, what is it tomorrow night? Yeah, the fans would have. Maybe charge the court. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna like, be flipping them off. They would have been chucking stuff at them. Like it would have been a, a scary scene. But now Philly is in such a. This is this is another reason why I don't think we've ever seen something like this. The players now who don't want him, a coaching staff that don't want him, probably an organization that don't want him, and are desperately trying to find a way to resolve this and get rid of him. But then they just said something today. I think it said I saw the notification while we were recording, like, like buckle in, buckle up, because yeah. because the situation is like you have a player that you can't put on the court in front of your own home crowd, and you have players, and then you have away games that every team is going to do this whole "Where's Ben Simmons" thing, mm-hmm. and while I feel like jo- Joel Embiid is somebody that could handle it and go out and be in fact maybe benefit from this whole situation of being like hey now it's my team officially um i don't think the rest of the team i think they're going to get so exhausted of having to talk about this and having this around that and now what what does this do money wise is he still being paid no he's been fined a bunch they haven't paid him anything since he's been back or really all year again i think this is something next week just still we can really delve into this situation and get into it hard like Spend a good 20 minutes on it because it's it's not going to be resolved by next week. Let's be honest. No, it might even be more a calamity coming out of it as we get into the games here. We'll have to uh, we'll, I'll buckle up, see how it happens this time next week when we record. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some interesting stuff coming out of that because I can't I can't see him playing again. Like there was a point where I could see him. Like when he reported, I'm like, okay, the team. If he showed up yeah. and started playing, like the team would have quickly forgot forgiven the fans would have quickly like they probably would have booed him for a while but they would have forgot now there's no turning back no. now everyone's took their full stance so that is such an interesting thing going on um well those are the big sports anything outside of uh that in the sports world that you've kind of come into or in uh we'll do our typical go into media entertainment movies shows anything that you've been watching or want to watch not really i mean it's, it's kind of nothing else happened in sports to my knowledge at least and entertainment it's that weird period in fall where there's like you know some shows are happening i haven't been i mean you saw james bond i haven't really been too many movies out there that i've been like really need to see this well i was looking up like movies coming out i saw dune basically i watched that not, it was like i don't know what's happening it's coming out on uh, HBO Max, so I'll probably watch it there. Um, it's a remake. So, uh, yeah. And here's my t- – I, I don't get what – I guess I don't understand the hype of Timely Chalamet or Chalamet because – Timely Chalamet? Chalamet, whatever. There you go. Um, like every 
girl you hear in the media like swoons over him and that I I uh I don't see it I guess if I like look back at the you know you had the Brad Pitts you had the Johnny Depps you had the like you can name them across the board I don't see him in that being that role but I I don't know yeah um so that's a movies that are coming out soon I'm not like a giant Matrix fan but I'll probably watch that when it comes out um the King's Man. It's like the prequel that no one really asked for, but it's you're gonna uh, get. You're gonna get, and uh, I'll probably, I'll probably. That was a Taron Edgerton wanted to take a break, but we really like this film series. So what can we do without him? Let's do a prequel. That was that. Yeah, let's let's uh, really wind it back. Oh, actually, SNL. Jason Sudeikis is this weekend. That's one I will want to tune in for. Yes. Um, I think that will be pretty great. Did you um, see the, the, the Squid Game one? That was pretty funny. Oh, with uh, the, the the song this past yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a funny one. Um, I I would expect a lot of old castmates to come back. I the do too, yeah. one. Bill Hader will so, probably be there. Who's the <laughs> awesome? Who's the uh, musical guest? You know? No. No. Okay. Um, I feel like it's a rapper. Maybe I don't know. Um. Anyways, I can't think of anything else unless you got something you can close this off. Nope, that's all we got. <clears throat> all right, week well, in the books. Another week in the books. We got episode sixty-five done, cranking right along. Um. We, as always, thank you for listening along. Um. Yeah, 65. That's no slouch. That's a slouch out, man. That's that's pretty cool. We've been consistent. Keep growing this. So as always, if you if you've enjoyed this or followed us to this point, um, you just want to recommend us. If you are a New England sports fan, um, and greater sports fan in general, if you can get you can hit the uh, fast forward 15 seconds a couple times, you get past the the Patriot talk and get into some other sports. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Other than that, we look forward to talking to you next week, breaking down the whole saga of Ben Simmons and, and then some. So until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great week.